0: I was going to make a song to this new show, but then I didn't really have time. So, welcome to Amateur Dark Cinema. This is our first show. Ladies and gentlemen, pew, pew, pew. Welcome to pew, 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 this Absolutely first episode of Amateur Dork Cinema, Pew! With me I have, uh, Tripp. Hi, Tripp. Hey, how's it going? And might I say,
1: those pews were quite lovely.
0: Yeah. Uh, For listeners uh, that have uh, listened to uh, the show before, that are called the Pew Pews, and uh, that word is invented by Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I invented it when I was 5 and I was
2: playing cowboys mm-hmm. It was a it was a revelation for everybody everybody at the playground.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what is Amateur amateur-dior Cinema Look? Oh,
2: it, we're, it's basically a, a similar podcast to our regular another digital citizen except just movies. So, you're going to see a mm-hmm. similar uh format but more focused on just film once a month, right? Yeah.
0: And, uh, of course, uh, the reason we're doing this and uh, the reason why I'm extremely happy is because Triv is here. Hi, Triv.
1: Hello. How are you? Happy to be here. I I brought popcorn, but I'm having a hard time getting it through my microphone to you. So, uh,
0: I'm sorry. Uh, Triv, hi. Who are you? Hello.
1: You know what? I'm uh, Nothing's fallen off. I feel like it's a pretty good day.
0: Mm. And who are you?
1: Uh, I am a 2D uh, construct that has a theater on YouTube.
0: Mm. And uh, where on YouTube is that?
1: Uh, Trivial theater. Uh, you can find me at the corner of uh, the Twilight Zone and probably uh, Futurama or something. But maybe MST3K. Okay.
0: So I have uh, five random questions that I picked out like uh, totally from a site that is like called 250 in uh yes or no questions and uh if you answer yes you have to uh tell me a little about it okay All right So question number 1 do you have a hidden talent and yes what I- if it is a yes what is it
1: Uh I can talk like um, Gizmo from uh, Gremlins, but that's not a very good hidden talent. So, uh, I, I, yeah,
0: <laughs> mm. it's kind of a
1: kind of a uh, unhidden, hidden talent. But anyway,
0: <laughs> mm. I, I think that, that's a good, uh, good talent.
1: Yeah. I mean, I am know Howie Mendel, but, you know, mm. when, when push comes <laughs> to shove, if you needed a Gizmo voice, I could I could mm. pull it out for you.
0: Mm. If you uh, were given the chance, would you restart your life?
2: Uh,
1: that
0: was a maybe?
2: change in tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Random.
1: Uh, could, could I start at about 21 and restart my life? Would that be doable? Yeah. Sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure, okay. yeah. I... Uh, can you twist your tongue?
1: Um, not as well as some. I don't have the most flexible tongue, but uh again practice if it was needed I could certainly work my way up to, to
2: doing better with I think it. It. it's genetic yeah. actually.
1: Oh, well no I can't I can't twist yeah. my tongue.
2: Certain parts of twisting your tongue, like there's people that can make the clover leaf, that's definitely genetic.
1: Oh yeah. I don't have that ability. I can do a basic whistle, but that's kind of it.
0: Okay. 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 Is water wet?
1: Well that goes into a deeply philosophical argument about what you consider to be co- like what what is considered to be wet versus you know is it the thing that causes the wetness uh. or is it the thing being
2: <laughs> and what is dry
1: Exactly yeah. again it's a you state know of what mind. is what is what if something is moist is that wet or dry is it like Schrodinger's cat I don't know mm.
0: what yeah. is dry to a dolphin True. And uh, uh, of course, the last question: What is uh, your favorite podcast uh, that you have ever been on that isn't ours?
1: This guy named Ryan Rodriguez. He does um, uh, a podcast with a bunch of guys called The Reels of Justice, and um, they set up like an uh, like a fake courtroom, and they have people argue for either side of whether a film is good or not, and they also will do head head to head to so like. Um, uh, two movies of a similar genre, and they'll they'll kind of mm-hmm. like say which one is better. It's a great podcast, lots of fun. But this one also kicks a lot of ass, and I have enjoyed you guys thoroughly both when I've been on here and you when you've been trying.
0: on. I know, I know, I know. But you're not allowed to say ours because that's well, like me paying you money. Well, to I was gonna,
1: it. I was also gonna like plug my channel because you guys have been on my channel as well and helped me riff some absolute bangers. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we yeah, should the plug the new the new one. The new one. So we, funny. we haven't that came out on Friday. There's a new yep. triv theater video with us in it, uh on her channel. If you want to go check that out. It's uh what, the hottie and the naughty? The hottie hottie and naughty? hottie
1: uh, hottie and the naughty. There you go. I know this because I had to watch through that thing. I think I think total total time watch that is probably well over like fifteen hours at this point for the times I've had to go back through. <sighs>
0: <it. laughs> I, I feel sorry for you. But you have Are, do you, to you though this yourself. <laughs> Not You're really, the one no. that chose
1: the you guys chose the damn movie because I'm nice. Yeah Yeah. That's it. Next time Maybe we're watching feeders.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, a good movie for, well, for once. Uh talking about movies, uh Alec Baldwin's rust shooting trial is set for July. Tell me about this look.
2: The manslaughter trial is set for July 10th uh, for the 2021 fatal shooting of a cinematographer on the Rust movie set in New Mexico. Baldwin's case re- reached trial. It could make, uh, oh, it would be a remarkable as Hollywood has little precedent for an actor being held criminally responsible for an on-set shooting. Uh, the Rust Armourer Hannah Gutierrez is set uh, is standing trial currently for allegedly bringing the gun onto set and failing to detect what prosecutors say was a sloppy and unprofessional work. Gutierrez told police, she loaded Baldwin's gun. Okay. Mm. So she, that's a separate trial, which is currently happening right now. Um, and his trial, which is actually had been overturned. They weren't going to have it happen. And then recently we covered that, uh, they found new evidence. And so the trial's going to happen now.
0: A uh, question for your Do you yep. ever think we will see the movie rust out? Ever?
1: You know what? Given the way that everything is gone these days, there are very few things that would actually surprise me. You know, this could become one of those kind of underground movies where someone has like a work print and it comes mm. about that way. I- in this time and age, I don't know if that would be so much a thing, but had this happened back in the 70s or something, you totally would have had somebody that, like, got a dub and, you know, made it an underground movie sensation. But given all the... I guess, do you believe that any publicity is bad publicity? You know? I think that's what yeah. it comes
2: back to. I, I, the question is, like, are people gonna put in money to, like, ad- advertising campaigns and stuff like that to, like, Put the movie out, yeah. at, or are they what, just going to be like, "Here's a movie." <laughs> <the>
1: one. Right. <laughs> well, that, I that, mean, that, word yeah. of mouth, you know. Yeah.
2: What what I pointed out in the past is the Crow, that movie. Yeah. One of the main reasons it got so popular is somebody died, right? Oh yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's why it's like a cult classic, and so th- uh, this could be the same thing, but I don't know that it's going to have the same genocide as the Crow, which was such a yeah. like uh, stylistic piece where this is just like a. A western, so, yeah,
0: so a fucking amazing movie. <laughs> oh yeah, it's incredible. Crow.
2: And Crow two, uh, so good.
0: Yes, very much.
1: After uh, that, they get a little long, <laughs> but but yeah, I think it could be. I mean, depending upon if they choose to pursue it, and you know, I mean, creative editing choices are a thing. You could you could take it a lot of directions. I mean, things far worse things. I mean, look at Cannibal Holocaust. There was eating of oh, yeah. live creatures Definitely. on that, you know, and regarded yeah. again era makes a big difference you're talking about the 70s or the 90s versus or no did Croach come out in the 90s or the early 2000s
2: i want to say 90s for sure '90s, yeah yeah.
1: i mean that's going to make a lot of difference you know our sensibilities have changed quite a bit when it comes to those kind of things but you know to everything there is an audience there's also
2: a strange political dynamic with this because people on like the republican side really don't like alec baldwin Mostly because mm-hmm. of his uh, SNL stuff Trump about precious. Trump, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, like, there's a weird a political dynamic happening here where uh, some people, I don't know, they will want to support Alec Baldwin if they're on the other side of that coin. If that makes sense, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah no. Absolutely. It's that, it's, that, uh, it's kind of a torture porn kind of a thing. It's Or it could be seen by Republicans and do they just go, ha ha, look at the guy with the thing. What a bastard, you know, that kind I of mean, deal. I to, mean, so. to be
0: fair, if I want to watch torture porn, I can just watch four years of Trump again. So where's that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> talking about torture. Uh, Jonathan Major, we have talked about him before. He was uh, accused and uh, condemned in court uh, for being unnice to one of his ex-girlfriends, right? Before? Major was found guilty in December of misdemeanor assault in the third degree
2: in a domestic violence case related to a fight between him and his former girlfriend in New York City in March 2023. But now, this month, or I guess two weeks ago, multiple women have come forward with additional abuse allegations against Jonathan Major's In a New York Times report published uh, a few weeks ago, it details accounts of the two women who say they dated the Marvel actor. The former relationship allegedly included an incident in which one of them became pregnant and after he dropped her at an abortion clinic and reneged on uh, escorting her home afterwards. That's kind of gross.
0: That's very gentleman-like, yeah. Hey, I got you pregnant, here, bitch. Get out of the car,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, did he even? Yeah, he didn't even go in with her or
0: like, you know, yeah, give her. Like, I, I'm not going to emotionally support you, but I did put that baby in you. God, I. Uh, he probably like asshole.
2: gave her money. and Was like, yeah, here you go. Just drop yeah. her off and never saw her again. Maybe I don't. Who knows? Maybe they were actually in some kind of relationship, but. This guy was, like, the it guy last year. He was yeah. going to be in all oh, these yeah. movies. He was going to be the big new yep. supervillain yep. for the new Marvel yep. series. And uh, mm-hmm. he was in—he was the bad guy in the new Creed series also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's, yeah, uh, he was in, what, Ant-Man? One of the Ant-Man movies, I think? Yeah.
1: He was in Loki?
2: Yeah, Loki was in. So this is quite a amazing downfall from being, like, such at the top of... Oh, yeah. Everybody's list of like up and coming actors too. He's he's good. Might yeah, be in jail shame soon.
0: The flash, <laughs> flash uh, actor. Yeah, right. Marvel. So that's, a case
1: of karma, that, that's a case of karma biting you in the ass. I think.
2: Yeah, Marvel has not had great best luck best with best. their new up and coming stars. I guess you're right, Fro. Yeah. Oof. Uh,
0: what uh, ever do you mean? I watched Madame Web. Um, <laughs> Amber Heard. Yeah. Yeah. Amber Heard.
1: Well, no, that was, that
2: was that was that DC. Amber it was, was at DC. Over. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I don't it know DC. enough about See, superhero, superhero movies. Care or no,
0: <laughs> it's a superhero movie. So <laughs> for him, it's like superhero. I don't care. <laughs> it's like Martin Scorsese uh, when it comes to. Uh, I'll be Marvel excited movies. when they yeah. when they
2: make Blank man Two. That'll be when I'm excited for a superhero <laughs> movie. <laughs>
1: How about Orgasmo? I mean, that's
0: that's that's pretty high art right there. Oh yeah, there you go. Okay, did any of the Marvel movies won uh, win the Baftas?
2: That's a good so. question. I I've not really I know I know some of the top winners, but I don't
0: I don't think they got any nominations that I saw. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Oppenheimer was the best uh, uh, film. Uh, uh, who didn't see that coming?
1: Well, if you were staring directly at the nuclear explosion, you probably couldn't see that
2: coming. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Emma Stone wins Best Actress for Poor Things. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see what else. Oppenheimer. They did
1: say with with the best uh, Best Actress, it has gone back and forth between her and G- Lily Gladstone. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the race to at least Best Actress.
0: Right. Yeah, and we will talk about uh, Oscars a little bit later, so look forward to that, everyone.
2: Yeah, Woo-hoo. Christopher Nolan winning Best Director, Cillian Murphy winning Best Actor, so, you know, Oppenheimer kind yeah. of cleaning up, for sure, um, in a lot of these categories. Yeah, that's, that's the big story, is that it was mostly Oppenheimer, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Poor and, Things, I uh, think, pulled a lot of awards, too, generally speaking. Not, like, necessarily... I, the, I the, love that victims. movie.
0: It is, I've seen it twice now. I adore that movie. It's so good. Nice. Have you seen it, Trev?
1: I, I, I saw part of it, but I didn't get the whole thing watched. So I'm, okay. I'm
0: still... is not it your cup of tea, maybe?
1: No, no, no. I just I got called away to a bunch of other stuff, and I couldn't oh, yeah. finish it. But I fully intend to, so...
0: Well... A movie I know Luke is very much looking forward to is the new Roadhouse movie because it looks so good. Yeah, I saw the commercial. It doesn't look terrible, to be honest. <laughs> it does. Come on, it looks terrible. I didn't okay, think. Okay, but look at the, the commercial. original Roadhouse,
1: you know, yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be. It, it has that. Like, it is a cult. I mean, by definition, it is definitely the original is definitely a cult movie.
2: So,
0: oh, definitely. I love the original, though.
1: I do too. It's very
2: good. That's so yeah, it fine. Best? It's like it's very eighties looking, right? And um, oh yeah, yeah, like you said, it's like a, a it's a cult thing, cult classic for certain groups of people. I would say, right? I think that's there's like oh yeah, cult classics which are like over overwhelmingly cult classics for a lot of people, but this I think Roadhouse is more for like yeah. redneck. Who like <laughs> who like cinema? I guess. Are you yeah. calling me a redneck? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I guess. Since
1: no, I you're just like in that it for
2: movie. You know, I think that there's cult
1: classic or cl- cult enjoyers that are in it for Swayze. Well, there's that
2: too. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I kind of compared it in the same cult classic way to like um, what's that? Uh, those movies about uh, driving trucks and they have to like. No. Oh yeah, uh, um, you know, like convoy and convoy like and that. those kind of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. yeah. Convoy is terrible. And uh,
1: yeah, not. Def- I mean, it. Def- yeah, but there is that that
2: or era, wait, not smoking the Bandit but things of, yeah. in it. Yeah, smoking the bear yeah, yeah. era. That kind of era. Yeah, that, those kind of movies.
1: Oh, or, but, um, so... What's the one? Uh, what's the one with the Stephen King, The Killer
2: Truck? Oh, uh, no, that movie's hilarious. That is a oh, what the hell is, is it So funny. It is. Oh, so it's funny. great.
1: It's so amazing. But yeah, like yeah. I, I can't think of the name of it. What the hell is it called? It, I it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it
2: was based on a book. Yeah. Um... Yeah.
1: No, actually, I think. Well, maybe that. Yeah, you're right. It was. It was based off of a book called Trucks or a novella called Trucks. Yeah,
0: a short yeah, story it, or maybe, something. Maybe it was called Trucks or something. You know. I don't remember. Anyway, I know, picture of the truck in Road Road my head.
1: House. Yeah, it's yeah. got the clown or the goblin like the like the Spider-Man goblin or hobgoblin. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, like the one That's guy like gets goblin killed by, by a soda machine. It's great.
2: <laughs> well, well Roadhouse we Yeah. Uh, Road uh, somebody filed oh. a lawsuit Tuesday in California federal court accusing MGM Studios and Amazon of copyright infringement refusing to license his in 1986 screenplay and allegedly clawing back the rights to his work he seeks court order blocking the release of the movie so we'll see what happens if we even get to see this movie oh, but yeah in a statement a spokesperson for Amazon MGM said the lawsuit is completely without merit um, but according to the complaint Amazon Institute a self-imposed deadline to complete the remake to meet this deadline it was Uh, which was threatened by the actor strike. Um, Mm -hmm. The suit claims Amazon resorted to using generative AI to replicate the voices of the movie's actors in violation of the SAG-AFTRA bargain agreement that happened. Um, Not only that, uh, they stole, according to this guy, they stole his um, script as well. So there's multiple things happening here with this movie and
0: why it may not be released. Um maybe we'll see it uh together with Rust and then <laughs> John Cena movie that never comes out. Uh, yeah.
1: That's a fantastic double feature triple feature. Well, and you could throw um yeah. Coyote or uh, Coyote versus Acme in there too. Yeah, not that's for the same reason
0: John but... Cena one. Yeah.
1: Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, you know Bat what, Girl. if it's a John Cena one... Bat oh, yeah, Girl. yeah. Well, you know, yeah, if yeah. it follows, if it's a John Cena movie, you'll never see it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so... I'm reading through this little thing here. It seems like... Uh, it says, all assets based on all major if entertainment studios is content. Without it, they have nothing. Uh, the lawsuit says it's time they respect the fundamental right and artistry of creators. So, I think, yeah, this is more like they're stealing not only from this guy who wrote the movie, but the actors who are actually uh, in the movie.
1: Yeah. Well, and you think about it, too, it probably sets a precedent for the use of AI generally in Hollywood. Because, you know, like, studio heads versus creative types, you're going to have a... It's already a struggle there. Right. Like, you're not that deep into, you know, AI.
2: Like I said, they... they made a deal on that in the actor strike that was a whole part of the them coming to an agreement and so this actually breaks that agreement but the weird part is this movie was already being created before the agreement happened so
0: when does like the line ha- sure. like when is the cutoff line yeah 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 i think that's a good question and uh, i also think like the inventment of the new uh photo uh ai that i saw coming last week or the week before that the video ai thing yeah yeah that that looks scary like good
1: yeah it's come a long way you look at like you know how it was and people joked about it last year where you know fingers were screwed up and feet were screwed up and stuff but yeah Mm -hmm. it's i mean and with anything like that once you get the base built you know it's it's all just Honing and refining and such. So yeah, it goes much quicker after it's been, you know, brought into life. So,
2: yeah, it's called Sora, the new AI oh, yeah. thing. It's yeah. um, it looks terrifying, but at the same time, useful, I guess, in certain situations. I just feel like there definitely is a movement right now where people are like, AI art isn't art. It's like, you can create art, and that's one thing making AI art is it's creating something, but really what you're doing is you're just putting in like a prompt. It's like equivalent to like Google searching something more than it is creating art. If that makes sense.
0: No, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Well, and I think too, it's, um, there's that respect thing where like, just because it's, you don't want to lose the significance of creating something that you actually work to create yourself by learning the skills and stuff. I think a lot of people that go towards AI art don't see that in the same way. They're like, well, I put work into this. It's like, well, you did, but this person spent, you know, years trying to hone their craft <laughs> and figure out what yeah. they were really good at. There is a difference. But there seems to be that veil that drops when you talk about that aspect of it. And it's, I don't know, it's a weird its a weird veil to drop when it comes to that kind of stuff.
0: But did they use AI in Oscars or races? Well, let's predict them. Well, it is uh, time to put our money where our mouth is. I think that's an American expression. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, kind L- of. A little bit. Uh, let's uh, talk about the 96 Academy Awards, or also called US Oscars. And uh, the first thing we will do is best documentary feature, and uh, that is Bobby Wine, uh, Wine The People's Present, The Eternal Memory, Four Daughters. To Kill a Tiger, and 20 Days in Maripole. Uh, what are you going to guess, Triv? Uh,
1: I kind of looked through all of them. Eternal Memory hits close to home for me. Uh, it talks about Alzheimer's, but ultimately I went with 20 Days in Maripol. Um, just the storytelling okay. on it, and it just kind of hit me where I live, so...
2: Yeah, yeah the, and I eternal also memory. Went was, for that. <laughs> that's what I was going for too. Actually, I, yeah. I think it's kind of obvious that one, maybe, but
0: yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: just because of the subject matter. But eternal memory was very incredibly hard to watch. It was just sad. It was well, well yeah. edited. The editing in it was amazing, but just very,
0: very sad. Yeah. Uh, Trip uh, best animated feature.
1: Well, next up on Best Animated Feature, we're going all cartoony with our Best uh, Animated Feature. A Boy in the Heron, Elemental, Nimona, Robot Dreams, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Fro?
0: Yeah, I think I will go with Nimona. An excellent choice. Luke? I really really liked it. Yeah. Oops, sorry. No, um, I, I really liked it.
2: Okay, I remember us not liking it at the time, but you, you like, you mm. went back and watched it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I could not find Robot Dreams anywhere. It was completely unavailable to watch anywhere. It was like yes, <laughs> well. Yeah, I because don't think it was actually out it, anywhere. I don't think it actually like was physically available for anybody to see. So yeah. that's a little annoying. But uh, yeah. geez, what. The thing about, you know, picking is like, which one do I like the most? But then I really need to think, which is the Academy going to pick? That's what I really need to think (laughs) about with my brain hole. Uh, Oh, you have a brain hole? I've got a (laughs) hole in my brain, yeah. And that's Mm -hmm. what does the thinking. Um, You know, I'm going to go Boy and the Heron. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I, um, I, the ones that I could catch, all of them had merits, and, you know, with what I, not that I'm great at it, but, um, animation always holds a, is always one of those things that I really enjoy just breaking down and looking at, but, Uh um, for my money, Across the Spider-Verse was, that one in Mutant Mayhem, which wasn't obviously up, just kind of defined the... Uh, Why is not not on the list? I'm just, no, I'm saying, Across (laughs) the Spider-Verse is the one that I would go for, Uh, like, both that and, yeah. yeah... like it, it t- t- mutant mayhem should be because the animation it quality, the, the, what is up there is so much better. But because it's not there, I really appreciate all the different styles that they pull across within this across the Spider Verse. And rewatchability is great. Again, I I thought it was amazing. So,
0: okay, this category is best adapted screenplay, uh, that's American Fiction. And that's Court Jefferson, a Barbie with Greta Gervin and Noah Boenbach, Oppenheimer by Christopher Nolan, Portings, Tony MacKenara, and The Son of Interest with Jonathan Glacier. What is your pick there, Luke? Oh, jeez. Um, it. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm probably... I think this is the one that maybe barbie's gonna win maybe mm. no i'm mm. gonna go poor things
1: i could see that
0: yeah trip
1: um i was also kind of thinking barbie just like because what are they adapting yeah. from but I, I i i so enjoyed american fiction and it really it made me want to go back and watch the original or watch or read the original book so i'm gonna go american fiction
0: i really I yeah, gotta see I'm... that still oh so good. i uh... I am going with you. I really like the American fiction. And I also think it's the one that's winning, actually. I agree.
1: I think it won with the... maybe I thought it won with the BAFTAs, too. But I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright. Uh, up next is best original screenplay. We've got Anatomy of a Fall with uh, Justine uh, Tourette and Arthur Harari. I apologize. I probably slaughtered that. The Holdovers by uh, David Hemingston. Uh, Maestro with Bradley Cooper and Josh Singer May December by uh, Sammy Birch And Past Lives by Celine Song Bro?
0: Yeah, here I am going with What do I believe? This is a hard one for sure yeah, Yeah, it's between two for me I don't think it's Holdover. I don't think it's May-December. Uh, it could be Maestro, maybe. But for me, it's between Past Lives and Autonomy of Fall. Um, fuck, I loved both of them. Um, I'm going with Autonomy of a Fall. Okay. Good sir,
2: Luke. Um, yeah, like I said, this is probably the hardest one for me. Um... See, I, I would probably pick May December as far as like the one that I thought had the most intricate storyline as like mm. writing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just have a feeling they're gonna pick Maestro. That's my gut feeling. Yeah, and I gotta go with well, my and,
1: gut. Yeah, and biopics are always gonna be that kind of a thing too.
2: Um, mm-hmm. It's good. Oscar I, I bait, go- Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, massively. I mean, that's half of what the Oscars are anymore. Is is that, but. Um I am personally going with Anatomy of a Fall. Um across the board with that it just Yeah. It it so does. Good. Oh yeah, and it's just I don't know. It's got that thing for me and all parts of it. So
0: Okay. Uh, Best supporting actress Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Daniel Brooks for The Color Purple, American Ferreira for Barbie, Jodie Foster for Nyad and Davi Royeroro for the holdover. Trip. Uh, yeah, Trip.
1: I'm going to go... Uh, she's kind of been the, the go-to person all season, but Divine Joy Randolph was fantastic. The range of emotion was great. She just played the role so well. So
2: Okay, me next. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 I'll go... Jodie Foster, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I I think it's very obvious that Jodie is winning this. Uh, I'm, d- Emily Blunt has
2: a chance because because she also won a but she also won a few <laughs> sure. other awards also. But yeah, I think it's between those two, maybe for yeah. me at least.
0: I I agree. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, best supporting actor. We've got Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. Uh, Robert De Niro for uh, Killers of the Flower Moon Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer Ryan Gosling for Barbie and Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things
0: Okay Bro? Uh yeah I think this is the one that will go to Barbie Oh Okay Gosling
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the gosh
1: Yes the man the myth the legend the
2: abs What do you go next Truth?
1: Uh, I I had a hard time with this one. Um, I caught both uh, Killers of the Flower Moon and Oppenheimer this weekend, and it was I, both so performances. Yeah, oh, very good. Um, Robert Downey Jr. has kind of been the go-to with every other camp or every other award show for right. the most part. I, I hate to go with the standard, but I really feel like he's going to pull it. Um, the character was interesting and and vindictive and very much of that time. Um, so that's my thought.
2: I also agree. I think there's, similar to the 20 Days pick, I have a feeling that that part of the movie, the, like, there's, in Oppenheimer, there's, like, the Oppenheimer part, and then there's, like, the political Mm -hmm. future stuff that's all, like, in Mm -hmm. Congress. That feels like the stuff, something that they would vote for, the Academy,
0: I mean, as them. Yeah. Uh... To the one that I actually think is the most hard one to pick, uh, because Best Actress Annette Benning for Niad, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Cooler for Autonomy of Fall, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, and Emma Stone for Portings. I'm just going to go to myself and say Lily Gladstone uh, here. Very nice.
1: I would have to agree with that. Um, I would love to have seen more of her in um, Killers, but yeah, um, we got what we got. So yeah, no, absolutely. She could she could convey so much in a look. Um, she deserves it.
2: uh just to make it interesting, I'm, I'll go Emma Stone. Uh,
0: also good. Yeah, it's just between those. Like, oh, yeah. For me. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very obvious. It's either going to be one of them.
2: Yeah, I. I, I could I could see it going either way but yeah just to make it interesting I'll go the other way opposite from you guys really more than anything.
1: <laughs> this is random but has there been a year when Carey Mulligan hasn't been up for an Oscar? like as <laughs> yeah
0: like that, right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it feels like that she's really good yeah oh yeah
1: no very much so i would have loved to have i i would love to say that sandra huller would get in there because she had a tremendous performance yeah too, but, but but no with this no. yeah no i i agree i agree so uh let's see since that one is decided up next we've got best actor bradley cooper and maestro coleman domingo and rustin uh Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers, Killian uh, Murphy in Oppenheimer, and Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction. Throw?
0: Yeah. Killian Murphy is going to run with us.
2: I would not be surprised. Uh, Luke? Uh, I was going to say the same thing, actually, so I will go C- Murphy. Yeah, I-, I can't see. I don't even know who i would pick as my number two there even you know what i mean it like it's bradley cooper i guess maybe would be my number two
1: i could see that i i personally and i'm 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 going off of not what the academy would do so much but i just jeffrey wright's performance with american fiction was so good i am i am putting in the long shot that Maybe possibly he could pull a win. I doubt it, but I'm gonna go with that possibility because he was just
2: oh god, such a great role. It would be kind of a huge jump in his career from being like kind of a TV mainly actor to be an Academy
0: Award winner all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the same thing with Colman Domingo for Rustin. Jesus true. Christ, yeah, yeah, yeah that true. would be yeah. so fun to see. Yeah, okay, Best Director: Justin Theret for *Autonomy of Fall*. Martin Scorsese for *Killers of the Flower Moon*. Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Yorgos Lanthimos uh, from uh, Portings and John Glacier for the Zone of interest. Uh look. Yeah, um
2: it's definitely between Scorsese and Nolan for me, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Um just in my mind I I can see there being like a weird Uh, zone of interest win randomly, but I guess I'm just going to go standard and go Nolan. Yeah. I'm going to play it safe there. Trave? I'm going wild
1: card with the Argos just because the movie was, from what I saw, it was so insane. I I have to, and again, uh, there's no chance in hell, but I just, I got to give props where it's due.
0: Right. I'm very much looking forward to uh, Christopher Nolan's acceptance speech for this, Uh, so I'm going to go with him.
1: All right. And for our final uh, prediction of this particular time and place, uh, we're going best picture drum roll, please. We've got American fiction, anatomy of a fall, Barbie, the holdovers, killers of the flower moon, maestro Oppenheimer, Past lives, poor things, and the zone of interest. Fro.
0: I would think it would be so funny if Barbie won. Oh God, that. It would be very funny. Yeah. It would be. People very, would very, very freak funny. out. I know, but Oppenheimer but is winning. You,
1: but you know, that would be one thing like the one thing that people always say about the Oscars is that, oh, it's always art house pictures or this or that. You don't get common movies anymore. Right. If Barbie won, that would completely and utterly yeah. toss that argument, at least for now, out the window.
2: There were a few years where they were talking about making a category specifically for, like, blockbuster Butler. films. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that they never did. But that that would have been a good idea, I I always thought. It, I just think it would be hilarious. like. Some people say certain award shows are rigged. Some are, definitely. If they wanted yeah. to rig this, they would have Barbie win. <laughs> just because it would yeah, be yeah, such, yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. Uh, you know, giant talking point that everybody would be talking... It would be just good, P- like, crazy PR. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, God, it would be but, like yeah. when Parasite won and there was that one guy on YouTube that just, like, lost his shit over a foreign <laughs> film. Winning, like
0: right. Yeah. Winning, Yeah. Yeah. But Oppenheimer for me, please. Oppenheimer
2: yeah. for Fro, okay. I'll just write down Oppie. There we go. Sounds that's a very good way to do it.
1: I think it's gonna be a twin victory of Oppenheimer and, and Barbie, so that way we can have a continuation yeah, of Barbie. Oppenheimer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It'll be tied. Oh, be it's stupid. never happened yeah. before.
1: Oh my god.
2: <laughs> we gotta no, do a coin I... flip.
1: <laughs> battle to the death between Ryan uh, Gosling and Killian uh, Murphy.
0: <laughs> I, I Jello know, wrestling. When yeah. they say Barbie and then they go, sorry, 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 it's Oppenheimer. Sorry, Oppenheimer, you won this. I would be funny. It's like, from the
2: back of the stage. The American Ninja Warrior set comes out and they have to they have to do battle on it. <laughs>
1: would pay to say that. It would certainly bring up the ratings, no mm-hmm. doubt. And then Taylor Swift comes out of nowhere and, like, the ratings go through the roof.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: let's see. I, I, um, I, being that I've gone with, with my heart the past couple, I'm going to go back to, like, what's probably going to be the thing. I, I'm going to go uh, Oppenheimer as well with this, so... I would love if it could be the American fiction, but I,
2: yeah, there's no way in hell. Yeah.
1: So, we're going to go Oppenheimer for this one.
2: I'm I, I think I, I have to agree with you. I, it's just hard to see anything else winning this year. Um yeah. it was just such a kind of epic film in the sense that like ju- just the creation of it and the idea behind it and everything like I don't know. It and it's such Oscar bait. It's hard to see anything else winning. Oh, it's so oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, let's turn uh, the ship uh, uh, very much around and do the Rassi predictions. <laughs> it is the 44 Golden Raspberry Awards. Why don't you begin with worst screenplay?
1: Uh, let me find it here real quick. Okay, worst screenplay. We have The Exorcist Believer. Expend 4 uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones in the Dial of <laughs> Can I go home now? <laughs> It's just <laughs> Sam, Fury of the Gods, and uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and Money.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, this is we screenplay. All right.
0: Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I will go with The Exorcist Believer. That screenplay mm. was terrible.
2: I somehow knew you were going to pick that. I don't even know how I knew, but... <laughs> It was a very bad movie. Are,
1: are you yeah. yourself possessed presently there, Luke?
2: Oh, did you hear my <laughs> stomach? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's okay. <laughs> uh, because I am a sadist, and they should know better, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yeah, yeah.
0: That will see in my second. Uh, fair.
2: Okay, Luke. um... The Exorcist Believer was really, really bad. Is Winnie the Pooh on here again? I haven't actually looked over these, yes. really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'll i go Winnie the Pooh. Uh, um, just, yeah, I'll go Winnie the Pooh just because.
0: All okay, right. I will plan. go with the worst remake ripoff or sequel. Ant Man and the Wasp, Mania, <laughs> Exorcist uh, Believer, Expand the Bulls, Indiana <laughs> Jones and the Tile uh, of Destiny, or Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, Hmm, uh,
1: That's a good question. Um, God, I have to go with Ant Man and Wasp. Just everything about it was just so bleedy yeah. awful. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: it was. It was really good, wasn't it? Cough, cough. It, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Luke has seen that movie six times because he loves. <laughs> loves.
2: I saw the first one and I the didn't mind it that
0: much, but this yeah. one I, I never
2: saw. Uh, this one I will go with The Exorcist, though. This one I think,
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: I can see that.
0: And I will with, uh, go with Winnie the
1: Pooh. A good choice. Alright, up next we have the worst. Uh, screen combo. Uh, any two merciless mercenaries from Expendables 4, or however you want to say that. Uh, any two money-grubbing investors who donated $400 million for the re- remake rights to The Exorcist. Mm. Anna De Amos and uh, Chris Evans, uh, who flunked screen chemistry in Ghosted. Uh, Sim- Selma Hayek and Channing Tatum for Mike's Magic Mike's Last Dance or pooh and piglet as bloodthirsty slashers slash killers in Winnie the Pooh blood and honey
2: I'll go first I guess I did I did not know didn't even know a movie called ghosted came out I'm, what is this uh, oh it it's was on in Apple. my
0: worst list okay <laughs> of last year <laughs> yeah. it's
2: on Apple plus that's why I never heard of it oh uh, so good yeah there you go worst screen combo I think uh, this one I'll go Pooh and piglet yeah.
1: Yeah, well, when you got someone called Pooh in the actual name, I mean, that doesn't bode well.
0: Right. (laughs) Uh, Fro, what are your thoughts? I'm going for Ghosted. That chemistry between those two people were like paint (laughs) drying. Okay.
1: I, myself, uh, the idea of uh, anyone that donated $400 million to get The Exorcist and to fuck it up that badly, yeah, we're going, Exorcist.
2: It was so surprised how bad that movie was. Like, I went into wow. it expecting a cheesy horror film, right? You go into it being like, oh, this isn't going to be great. Yeah. Right.
1: Expectations.
2: But they, it somehow overly achieved in that area, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, we're supporting actress Kim Cartell for oh, About My Father. I've never heard of that. Megan Fox for Expand the Follow Bulls. Uh, <laughs> Biling, Johnny and Clyde. Lucy Liu for Shazam, Fear of the Gods. And Mary Stuart Masterson for Five Nights at Freddy's. I think that's actually a little too mean. I liked Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't yeah. even remember. like. I see
2: this actress, I don't remember that character in the movie even, so yeah.
1: I think she was like the aunt or the cousin yeah. or the, yeah. the guardian uh, person. Aunt, yeah.
2: it's yeah. Just Aunt Jane, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she was really in A the Luke. movie that much though is my point, yeah. Uh, no, I agree. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, if uh, Judy Dench can win uh, for playing Queen Elizabeth on uh, Shakespeare and Love for being on camera for like five <laughs> minutes for thirty true. seconds or whatever, I guarantee you that anyone else can win a Razzie for much less or more or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my thought on the subject at least. But uh, uh, I'm gonna have to go with I. I didn't see the movie, but because it's by Ling and you know what, you're always going to get a uh, interesting performance just just because of that. It's because it's her. I'm going to go with Johnny and Clyde.
2: Okay, I I'll go Megan Fox because that's the only movie of these I've. Oh wait, I saw Five Nights at Freddy's actually, but I didn't think she was bad in that. So Megan Fox, yeah.
1: I mean, and the Razzies has go- never go- been known to be you know vindictive. What are you talking about? <laughs> no.
0: And I'm going to go with Lucy Lou for Sam. She was awful. Yeah, she wasn't great, but.
1: Oh, okay, uh, we're a supporting actor. We've got Michael Douglas in um, Ant Man and Wasp Quartermania, Mel Gibson in Confidential Informant, Bill Murray in Ant Man and the Wasp Quartermania, uh, Franco Nero as in The Pope's Exorcist, and Sylvester Stallone and Expend Four Ables.
2: Is it really supporting actor in an Expendables
0: movie? They're all, like, the main actor,
2: kind
0: of. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 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 I think this will go to Ant-Man and the Wasp. But uh, here's the thing. Which one? Uh, good question. I mean, you've got, you're spoiled for choice. I'm going with Michael, I don't want to lick Pussy Douglas. <laughs> Did you hear about this? <laughs> no, I didn't. Many years ago, yeah. Oh, okay. oh,
1: man. Poor Catherine Zeta-Jones.
0: Yeah, he said he got throat cancer because of uh, going down on ladies. Yeah. Oh, I mm-hmm. did hear that. Yeah, I do. hear yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason. That, clearly. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> how about you, Luke?
2: Jeez. Uh, um, let's go Mel Gibson. I haven't seen that movie, but it's Mel Gibson. I mean, let's be real here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: You know, I like the way you think. I'm going to go the same. I think that that makes. You made a compelling
0: argument. <laughs> right. <Exactly. laughs> Especially now that it's into, like, Jews. I mean, Mel Gibson hates Jews, so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He hates everybody uh, that's not his brand of Catholic. That's
0: exactly. true. Exactly. Uh, Worst actress, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, know the armors for Ghosted. Megan Fox for Johnny and Clyde, Summer Hayek for Magic Ma- Mike Last Dance, Jennifer Lopez for The Mother Jesus Christ, that was horrible, and Helen Mirren for Shazam, Fear of the Gods.
2: Helen Mirren uh, was just doing everything this year. She would do... Remember yes. that show where she, like, voiced... Was it her that voiced over that weird TV show about animals, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, go
0: ahead, Triv.
2: No, no, come uh,
1: on. Okay. Go, Triv. Oh, uh, let's go... You know what, Silma Hayek? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to give it to her for uh, Magic Mike. Because she should have known better.
2: Uh Look. I will go Jennifer Lopez. Because that movie was terrible. It was
0: awful. Mm-hmm.
1: Not uh, even her boobs um, could save it.
0: Uh, well, not her boobs. Um... I'm going with Ana the uh, Armas for Ghosted. Fair.
1: All right, up next, worst actor. We've got Russell Crowe in The Pope's Exorcist, Vin Diesel in Fast uh, X, uh, not X-rated though, uh, Chris Evans in Ghosted. I wish it was. <laughs> You want to see uh, Vin's Diesel? Is what you're saying? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is what I am Uh Let's see. Uh, Jason Statham in the Meg, t- uh, the Trench, or the Meg 2, the Trench, and John Voight in Mercy.
2: Uh, Luke, Meg 2 wasn't that bad, I guess. Um, no, it was cheesy, stupid. I think he's stupid. Yeah. It's probably going to be Vin Diesel because of all the recent controversies around everything else that he's been doing. Uh so what? yeah. That's crazy. Gonna... I would
1: expect nothing less from a guy with the last name Diesel.
2: Right. You never yeah, who kn- would have known that the guy was a creep? Uh...
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh, fro
0: Oh, I'm going with Russell Crowe. Okay.
1: You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I think because Pope's Exorcist yeah. was is the thing. Oof.
0: Well, where's the director Rife, Frank uh, Waterfield for Winnie the Pooh, David Gordon Green for Exorcist, Believer, Peyton Reed for Ant Man and was Quantum Mania, Scott Warren for Fold Bulls. Uh, and uh, Ben uh, Whitley for Meg 2 The Trench or The Stench <laughs> Trim uh,
1: you know what uh, David Gordon Green managed to kind of really screw up uh, the Halloween series <laughs> so uh, based on that amazing merit he's gonna get it for this
2: Luke um, I gotta, gotta think it's gonna be Wake Waterfield for uh, we need the poo, right? Yeah, Reese, yeah, Frake Waterfield
0: is what I'm going with. Yeah, Rice Frake Waterfield that is one of the best names I have ever heard in my (laughs) entire life, right? I'm going with him as well.
1: I think you gotta ask which part of that is hyphenated.
0: Is it Reese? (laughs)
2: Maybe it's pronounced Reese? I don't know. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think like John Reese Davies.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe.
0: Okay, last one, trip.
1: All right, worst pitcher. Drumroll, please. We've got The Exorcist Believer, Expand Forables, uh, The Meg 2, The Trench, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and Winnie the Pooh, uh, Blood and Honey.
0: Bro? Oh, uh, it's between two. Uh, uh, Is Winnie the Pooh going to go away with this as well? uh no I'm going to go with the exorcist believer
1: a good choice Luke
0: okay
2: uh I'll go winnie the pooh then um I I do think exorcist was bad but Winnie the pooh was like another level of bad down production value wise right yeah
1: very true and because they screwed up the use of a four and a title, like even fan forced it, got it right. And that movie was atrocious. I'm giving it to the expend forables, even though obviously it's probably not going to have it happen. I just, based on that, I'm a vindictive person.
0: Okay. I mean, I love how I have seen, say, said the title of the sh- uh, movie, like six different ways. So that's a good <laughs> uh, thing. Yeah. It's also great for searchability on the internet with your movie. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, that is true.
0: Okay, uh, I have seen some movies this month. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Have you seen any movies in uh, at all this month? I saw some movies, I'm a, yeah. I'm wanna...
1: allergic to theaters.
0: You're allergic to the uh, movies, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to start with Orion and the Dark. Uh, this came out on Netflix this month. It's uh, children's comedy... It's uh really really good. Uh I really liked it. Uh I s- have seen some bad reviews of this. Uh it has 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh 72% on Metacritic, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, but just 56% of Google users like this. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it is uh, about Orion uh, that fears the dark, and um, he gets visited by his uh, worst fear and uh, dark. And uh, Orion goes on a roller coaster ride around the world to prove that there's nothing to be afraid of in the dark. Aww. Very, very ki- kid friendly. And Colin Hanks uh, as uh, Orion as an adult was very very fun, but Jake Tremblay, the voice of Ryan, in, in and Paul Walter Hauser as Dark, I loved both of them. Angela Bassett was in it as well, yeah, the voice work was very very good. I really really like this. I'm going to give it a eight point five out of ten. Yeah, it was really good. Nice. I I had fun with it but there were I
2: can see why some people would be like this is a little stolen because it, it uh, mm. it's basically like a rip-off of that video game pajama Sam from like the early 2000s or something like if you look up pajama Sam it's dark outside or something it's like they they took that concept and made a movie about it. I don't know if... And then just called it something different, which was... A, maybe that's what you saw people complaining about, from. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, for a kid's movie, it was fun. It, I, you know, I'd recommend it to anybody for their children, so I'd give it, like, an 8. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Awesome. Uh, I, went and, I went and saw a movie called Stop Motion. Um, basically, it's a talented stop motion animator becomes consumed by the grotesque world of her horrifying creations with deadly, deadly results. Um, it's coming to Shudder eventually, but it's done by IFC Films. Uh, director, It's by director Robert Morgan, who did a lot of stop motion himself and kind of channeled kind of the, the kind of obsession that we all get into when you get into something passionately and how mm-hmm. that kind of can overtake you. It is incredibly dark, but it is such an interesting movie. Um, it has 6.4 on IMDb 88 Rotten Tomatoes And um, 59% of uh, of Google users liked the movie um, It's definitely got a lot of um, Mad God Kind of feel to it It doesn't go anywhere near that dark um, The story can be a little bit wonky But then looking back at the end You kind of see where everything was coming together But yeah, it just It's an incredible horror movie um, Highly
2: suggested though
0: mm, Cool Luke.
2: Okay, I saw Bosco. This was on... It came out on Peacock, like, Febu- early, February 2nd, so early in this mm-hmm. month, based on nice. a true story about a guy who breaks out of a prison, uh, maximum security prison, um, mm-hmm. with the help of, like, a woman on the outside. Uh, it's really well shot. I like the way it's shot. It seems really... Uh, like they took great care with the cinematography, and then the editing kind of like went totally sideways on this film. I think uh, the acting was decent, and uh, the story's super interesting, especially since it's all you know based on what uh, actual
0: events. I give it uh, a seven. It was pretty fun. I'd recommend it. I yeah, guess. I liked it. I, okay. I think I would give it a seven. I think I agree with you. Cool.
1: Uh. I went and saw one called Driveaway Dolls, uh, <laughs> uh, Ethan Cohen's uh, individual directorial debut. Nice. Um, yeah. I want to see this. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to give too much away, being that you guys want to see it. Um uh storyline of it is essentially the uh, film follows Jamie un- an uninhibited free spirit bemoaning yet another breakup with her girlfriend and her demure friend, Marion, who desperately needs to loosen up. Um, they decide to go down to Tallahassee to start over, and um, at the place that they go to get a car, they're given. there's a briefcase in the back of the car, and there's a misinterpretation mis- uh, of identities. They end up with this briefcase, and they're chased down to Tallahassee by... Um, a couple of gangster type guys And the secret is really What's in the case And um, shenanigans ensue It is your classic kind of road trip comedy um, There there are some Very good moments A lot of what you would expect from a Cohen comedy But there is something lacking with it for me um, So sure. it got a 6.1 on IMDB 50, or 65 on Rotten Tomatoes And 60% of users Liked the film um, The the choices are interesting. Um, the editing gets a little wonky for me, and it's got transitions that look like they belong in either that '70s show or The Amazing Bulk. Um, so keep an mm. open mind going in, but what you see in the trailer is not necessarily what you will get in the movie. So. Oh, okay. I'd give it probably six point five out of ten.
2: Oh, that's not great. Yeah. I mean, but wow. that's
1: a personal that's like the thing is there is I've seen reviews across the board for it. It it was cool to see the movie is very, very horny from moment one and okay. there is a lot of yeah. there's a lot of funny humor in it. Um, I have a friend that um I wanted to go see it just because she is more into the world than i am when it comes to that um although one friend i have that um is gay he said that it was kind of disappointing like they were super excited about it and they came out just kind of let down um yeah. so i mean ultimately it's a story about it's a queer story written by a straight guy so take that how you mm. will but you know i'd say wait for it on streaming but you know if you are curious about it go check it out so
0: i don't to the cinema and uh, watch a thing that you, I don't think you should watch on, in the cinema or streaming or anything else to be fair. Because I saw Madame Web this week. I've heard uh, nothing but great it, things. It was <laughs> certainly a movie that I saw. <laughs> Are you uh, sure?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a group delusion.
0: <laughs> I, in all honesty, I, I talked look about this on monday and i said to him i don't think there's that big difference between this and morbius in 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 quality i think morbius is a tiny bit worse just because of the acting and also because of morbius uh but um this is definitely not good it has 3.8 out of 10 on imdb 12 Percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You know it's a good movie when it's says 12% on Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes. 26% on Metacritic and 38% uh, like this movie. So, okay, so it's about Cassandra Webb. And she's a paramedic the par- the in New York. And uh, she has clairvoyance but only for certain things and certain situations for some reason. And it's also, like, forced into the Spider-Man universe. Like, I hate this movie with a passion. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't remember the last time I watched my watch as many times as I did during this two hours movie. It was so fucking boring. And I like Dakota Johnson. Uh, I mean, she's definitely the best thing in, in Fifty Shades of All, Everything movie. Right. <laughs> but 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 it's like, even her, it's so stale and boring and absolutely nothing movie. And it it doesn't fit into anything. And, and it's trying to, like, do the the, the thing that they're uh, doing with the multiverse thing, that uh, they are working into death. I can't say anything positive about this movie. I'm going to give it a one, and that is, yeah, I say that with no glee in my voice.
1: Wow, well, that's the thing. It seems like uh, uh, Sony either does you know like the Spider Verse <sighs> so movies bad. or this.
0: Yeah, Luke.
2: Uh, let's see. I saw I saw a few movies. Let's uh, let's talk about players on Netflix. Yes, because mostly because of who's in it. It's got uh, actually Damon (laughs) Wayans Jr. from Blank Man, nice, my favorite movie, and Gina Rodriguez as well as Liza Koshy of all people. Yep, and she was actually good in this. She she was a great actress in this movie. What the fuck. Uh, I mean, nothing against Liza Koshi, but she's not been great in other acting roles no. she's been in in the past. So, um, yeah, I was kind of surprised by this uh, in a way, but also it's a really just cheesy, crappy, you know, rom com. It's yeah, about yeah. A, a group of friends who are players, so they all have, like, games they use with each other as wingmen to, like, hook up with random people at the bar. And they've all been doing this for 10 years or whatever. And, uh, uh, Gina Rodriguez's character is kind of getting fed up with that lifestyle and wants to settle down and find like the, the it guy. And so she finds this guy, but instead of like actually just having a regular relationship, she's like, I'm going to try to use the, my player tactics to on him to like attract him and make him, uh, want to be with me. Uh, yeah. Kind Making of pay. starting starting her relationship out on a lie, basically. Yeah. So well, yeah,
1: it is th- a good solid base
2: Right.
0: That's <laughs> that's what they said. I know. Yeah, it's the best.
2: That's the basis of the movie, and yeah, it's like a cheesy, crappy rom com. It's nothing like you would ever really need to go out of your way to see. I'd give it what, like a four. Yeah. Okay,
0: Trip. We have time for one movie
1: all right i went and saw argyle which i know that oh they between yeah i know between here and however far back every single movie had this trailer and i'm gonna say i actually really enjoyed this but i'm a big fan what? of like matthew vaughn like the kingsman a lot of those appealed to me it's oh. goofy and stupid i know i feel free i think i liked it more than a lot of people did it just yeah okay. i don't like know
2: me. I... like a lot of the reviewers as well yeah
1: Oh, yeah. I know, I know. It got terrible reviews, but there's just something about it. It was cheesy and weird. I saw a lot of the plot or a lot of the um, uh, twists coming from a mile away. Which, if you took a shot every time there was a twist, you would be like like <laughs> alcohol poisoning the next morning. But, okay. Um, I, I don't know. I just I, I can't tell you what it was about it, but I found myself just going, "That was kind of delightful in a really funky, weird way." And I can't define it. It's not a good movie by any stretch, but. I don't know. I just, it spoke to some part of me that I guess needed that kind of stupid. It's a movie, it feels like Gremlins 2. It's one of those movies that, yes. like, you put it on and it's like, it's like, like stupidly high energy. It doesn't right. make any damn sense, but it's just fun. Um, so it uh, is basically the story of uh, Eli Conway or Ellie Conway. Um, she's a writer and all of a sudden she can um, kind of predict what's happening in the real world. Um, she gets kidnapped and all hell breaks loose. Um, it stars Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Dua Lupita, uh, Harry Cavill, uh, Sam Rockwell, John Cena, and many other people. Um, IMDb, let's see, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 33, Metacritic gave it a 35, and 75% of people enjoyed it uh,
0: that were Google users.
1: So, honestly, because I know my experience is not most people's, but I'd give it a solid 7.
0: Wow, I gave it a 3.5. I That's really, fair. really didn't like this movie. No,
1: no, absolutely. And I, I can see, I can see, the thing is with with this, I can see why a lot of people wouldn't like yeah. it. It's just, this is a movie that if I was feeling down, I would put on and automatically feel better.
0: Well, we have changed our name to Amateur Dork Cinema. Why is that? Well, it's also ADC. <sighs> uh, see what we did there? So I guess we can do the same Audible trial.
2: That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC, audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. If you want a free book uh, about movies, you go there, uh, you get a free audio book. With the trial, you get a 30-day trial and a free audio book. If you cancel, you get to keep the book, uh, and it helps us out.
0: Let's talk about uh, the movies coming out out next month in March. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say Dune Part 2. Holy moly, I'm looking forward to that. That comes uh, out uh, really in March 1st, but I'm going to see it on Sunday, so.
2: That's like well, we'll see one of the biggest month. ones from ne- for next month, also, for sure. Yeah. Apparently, Labyrinth yeah. is getting a re release uh, for some reason, but Imaginary looks super interesting for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going uh, to
1: say, the, for me, uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire looks fascinating. Oh, yeah. The last one was such a like the last two have been such a mixed bag for folks. Um mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see what they can do when they're not pulling from a lot of previous stuff. So I really mm. liked
2: the last one personally. Yeah.
1: It, it was excellent, yeah. but it felt like it it was such a, a and obviously it's a it, it was a very nostalgia driven thing. I, I'm excited to see where they take it, I guess is is what what I meant. So
2: Yeah.
0: So, oh, uh I'm immaculate. Holy fuck. I saw the trailer for this. It looks very, very scary, and I like uh, Sydney and Sweeney, so uh, it's a horror movie about the nun that uh, all of a sudden uh, gets uh, pregnant.
2: Right. So the trailer makes fun. it look really creepy. Uh, American mm-hmm. so- Society of Magical Negroes. Uh, it's a comedy kind of... I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, fantasy genre type film. The trailer doesn't give a lot away from what I saw. From no, that. no. Yeah. Uh, Chip?
1: even though we just talked about like how Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey was uh, at the top of our Razzies <laughs> list, <laughs> I I'm so I looking am...
0: forward to this.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I am I'm excited to see what they do with this weird sequel. I mean, it's like it's like if yeah. Cocaine Bear came out with a sequel.
2: Well, they actually no, yeah. got a lot of more money to put into this one, so it might actually uh, be a lot better, to be honest. Which I don't, maybe no, de- not though.
1: Define better. Right.
2: Apparently, <laughs> apparently they're re-releasing the movie Rad. Uh, did you guys ever watch yeah. Rad when you were a kid?
0: I did. Yeah, so yeah.
2: I actually
1: watched Rift Tracks did um their 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 Kickstarter did Rad as like their big theater movie last year. So that oh. was my first thing of it. But yeah, it is it is actually really quite fun. When I was in so.
2: elementary school, there was like, oh, we want a pizza party for something like a movie pizza party for doing something for uh, charity or something like that, and some kids convinced the teacher to play Rad. As the movie we were gonna watch, and it's <laughs> elementary school. It's <laughs> not like, I don't even know, like 15, 20, 10, 15 minutes into the movie, uh, it was instantly shut off because there's just like cursing and everything yeah. else in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I remember from that film
0: personally.
1: I mean, the bike uh, dance alone is worth the price of admission.
0: I agree. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to Godzilla X Kong and the New Empire. Uh, I really liked to the two last uh, Godzilla and Kong movies, so I'm looking forward to seeing them going together against something. So that will be fun. Absolutely. I,
1: uh, I think that's pretty much add, it
0: for me. Yeah.
1: Uh, I was going to add, um, and it could be terrible, but Kung Fu Panda 4. Um, fourth in the series, obviously it's put out better than Expend 4 so hopefully that means it's going to be a little bit better than that, so... It seems and like I'm a bit of a cash go...
2: grab to me, but... Yeah, yeah,
1: I wouldn't disagree with you there. It's definitely playing to that
0: audience, mm-hmm. so... Well, next month, we will do Razzis and Oscar results. We will do Film News of the Month. We will do Movies of the Month. We will do Coming Soon to a Theater. And we will do our first... Uh, another digital review of Dune 2 uh, yeah I'm very much looking forward to that but will there be a popcorn bucket okay that was all the movie things let's go into the Jeremy round holy moly so uh, Tucker Carlson uh, was on Lex Friedman's podcast uh, yesterday or the day before okay uh, I, I really liked that interview uh, I really Lex, uh, love uh, Lex Friedman, and his questioning of Tucker Carlson was very, very interesting. Yeah, so I recommend that. Okay. Nice.
2: Uh, let's see. Vice, it looks like, is completely shutting down, which is pretty yeah. crazy. Internet. Yeah. In internet history, this is a pretty crazy time. uh I mean they were bought out by a much larger company and that's what's happening is the the, the company didn't see it as profitable, profitable for whatever reason but I mean it, it vice itself what like the the YouTube channel and everything was definitely formative in my formative years of like later in college and stuff uh, I learned so much from it like when I think about mm-hmm. it
0: you know what I mean so many interesting documentaries and stuff it's kind of sad it is very much yeah. sad it's a company that I have always looked at and really like it. It's gotten yeah. a lot worse in the last bunch of years,
2: so it's kind of oh, definitely not that crazy that it's happening. But you know, the early years of it, it was so cutting edge. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: something very unique for the internet at that point.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, True.
1: Oh, I was just gonna yeah, say, for... Dennis Vill- Vill- uh, Villeneuve, um was called out on Twitter for um, basically making this statement that dialogue has kind of, or the emphasis on dialogue has kind of ruined the movie-going experience. Like so much of, like so much of that has come from TV and whatnot and the internet. And um, for his money, at least, it's. And I think what he's trying to say is that the emphasis is put on talking too much and not showing enough, but. Twitter basically Hmm. exploded going oh it's another Martin Scorsese moment Ah." I see what you're saying
2: but so Uh, there's definitely a phenomena where uh, people have to have subtitles on now because there's so much in the dialogue that you have to have subtitles Mm -hmm. otherwise you'll miss things Um, and that might be what he's part of what he's going into but I also think you know uh, certain movies are going to be more dialogue-driven than other types of movies. That's just the nature of the beast.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I I agree, and it's kind of like... I, I see it as a trend, almost. Okay, Fro? Uh, I don't really have any good... Uh... Have you heard
2: about the breakdancing dad drama on... Uh, tiktok <laughs> no oh my gosh that's amazing you so there's this uh, mid-level uh celebrity tiktoker she made just a random it was like a trend where people were saying kind of like i think embarrassing things or something and she was saying mm. that her dad left their family or not left their family but the the parents got a divorce and her dad kind of disappeared and went on the road to become a break dancer at in his sixties mm. or something. Um, and she showed all this footage of him, uh, like on the Good Morning America. Like he got fairly famous as a breakdancer and she was she called him out saying that he kind of what uh, abandoned her. And then he makes a response video, which is like one of the worst response videos of all time, where wow. he says she. Not that he still uh, is around, and that a couple of the things she said, she was lying. But then at the end, he break dances on her. He like he's does a you got served hey. at the end. <laughs> it's the like, funniest thing ever. Oh. Did you guys see the whole?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Did you guys see the uh, the Wonka AI event thing that went on in Glasgow? No. no. So, uh, there was all these advertisements and images put out about this, uh, Willy Wonka experience in Glasgow, and people got there, and it was, um, essentially, like, the, the ball pit from, oh, god, what, um, like, not the con it wasn't TumblrCon, but it was whatever that was,
0: like... Yeah, the, the girl that destroyed her back, yeah, we talked about that.
1: No, um, oh god, no, um, god, it was,
2: um... con
0: Yeah, I don't know what you're talking
1: whatever. about. Whatever uh it was back several years ago but um like basically there was all this stuff promised and they show up and like there's just a ball pit but anyway sorry that um basically people went oh, to this yes yeah. where
0: they had the ball pit in the corner that was like it was just like a a, a swimming thing filled with balls right, right. Okay. and it was, was super strong uh, small. this was
1: kind this was kind of the equivalent of that so people showed up yeah. expecting Like, this amazing Wonka experience, and it was essentially, like, there was a chick that had her hair dyed green and, you know, really, you know, spirit Halloween-level costume. The kids went in, and they got, like, a singular jelly bean and, like, half a cup of some kind of off-brand lemonade. The whole experience, despite being charged, like, 35 pounds per person, was Mm. just, like... Uh, be careful what you wish for. But all the images yeah. were AI generated to draw people in, and it was oh. ridiculous.
2: Oh, I see. That's kind of no it's sad. That reminds me of uh, raves in like the late '90s. Though you would see they would be like, "Oh, there's gonna be all this stuff, blow up castles, and it's gonna be crazy. We're gonna have all this food." And you showed up, and it's like a field in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Like, oh, Basically, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Speaking of AI, there was the whole Google AI had to shut down because it was, like, making... People were asking it to make things, uh, like, the Founding Fathers, and it would make, like, a whole bunch of people dress like the Founding Fathers, but, like, they weren't the Founding Fathers. (laughs) 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 Uh, So, yeah, uh, they had to completely shut it down for a little while, which was kind
0: of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I tricked. I tried to trick AI this week, but I, uh, I didn't want to do my didn't thing, want to so. do that.
2: No, it was not having no. having that. You were <laughs> trying to get it to do. So it was doing
1: no. the meatloaf thing. I will do anything for love, but I won't do that.
0: Yeah, exactly like, uh, like a very very nice bucket from uh, Dune. <laughs> Tell me about the Dune popcorn bucket, Joe.
1: Oh man, the Dune popcorn bucket is. You know what, you have to see it to believe it. Um, it's supposed to be a sandworm coming out of the top of a bucket, uh, but I think there's going to be yeah, more coming into that Yeah, so why does that it
0: look like bucket. a vagina thing <laughs> that you order online? It does look like a fleshlight, mm. yeah. Yeah. It does look like a fleshlight, exactly. <laughs> yeah. there,
2: there's. At no point during the like process of like creating and mocking this up, did anybody think that? It, somebody thought
0: that at some point, you know what I mean? At, y- I mean, at least you can get something very, very, very uh, salty on your popcorn. So, oh, God. First, uh... God yeah,
2: it would, this would be painf- mm-hmm. painful the more I think about it. Especially people who like jalapeno in their popcorn. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, yeah. Mm. They, they, even,
1: <laughs> they even went to a press junket and they were showing it to a couple of the stars of Dune. And they're like, who came up with this? So, yeah, that... Clearly, um, someone looked at that and and
0: didn't say, wow, that looks like a flashlight, so... Well, I can't wait to taste my pussy popcorn on Sunday, so that would be nice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That seems like a good spot to wrap to show up.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, if you're gonna end, end up a banger. Especially that banger. A banger? banger. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. uh, This has been a very fun episode. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Take care.